Am I in? Yep. You are in. All right. What's up, everyone? This is the episode of Sports Harder. Back in better than ever than before. We took a little hiatus last week. Took a little break, but we're ready to get back to it and get into things again for this week. I am your host, Maddie Lukewarm Ice. And as always, I have my co-host, Chris, the Gorilla Binder. I am the champion. <laughs> Well, of course, we always have our uh, good old, uh, what was it, uh, America, 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 America. Uh, yeah. Love America, there we go, I like it, I like it. it's our uh, spot, yeah. so we're excited. Uh, round of applause the fantasy football league champion, uh, because he is the lucky SOB who decided to get Jamar Chase. Hey, I, I drafted him. Come on now. You, you, were, you were able to pick him up. Um, obviously, not to tell you how this year. I picked him up in my league. Obviously, helped me do pretty well. I got third place in that league. And, uh, congratulations. I know you're going to be rocking the belt on the team this week. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're proud, as you should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Antonio Brown antics, hundred percent. Like I, I have no, I have no love loss for that guy. Nope. Nope. Like he burned his foot in the cryo when he was on the Raiders. Like he's a little bitch. Like I want to see him face to face so I can slap him. I have no love loss for that guy. No love loss. Is that only because what he did to to the to the Raiders? No, he did it to the Steelers. He did it to the Raiders. And he he just did it to the Bucks. Like he's he's a piece of shit, dude. And he need he, I okay okay. 
the way he acts out is a piece of shit. But I really, I really believe the dude needs help. I believe he's got like something messed up in his mental from that one hit that he took from Bates Perfect that laid his ass out because everything changed after that hit. Like his whole demeanor changed. He's got brain damage. Um, yeah, CTE for sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of indifferent on the situation. I mean, granted, we did, with what Chris is saying, his antics, what he did was Pittsburgh, then goes to to the Raiders, and you know decides that he can't do. I think the reason why he said he got hurt is simply because he said he could be just as successful with uh, with any quarterback. Go to Oakland. You do all this dumb shit. Derek Carr's your quarterback. You leave, you get signed up by the Patriots, and you got Tom Brady. I mean, he played the system well. It was like Josh Gordon, if only Josh Gordon could have stayed healthy, you know, stopped doing drugs. Uh, I believe he's injured. I don't know if it was to the extent he says it was. He said they gave him a painkiller that uh, it's been known to be dangerous. The NFL has, you know, occur, you know put warnings out against it. Um he did miss, what, seven games, though, to an ankle injury this year. He came back. Could he be – I mean, if he thought he couldn't go, that's that's saying a lot for any NFL player to say, I can't I can't perform. I don't necessarily say – I don't know if it's true or not, but if he's in that much pain, your coach should respect that. That as a player, I'm coming to you that I cannot perform. I can't go on there. I'm going to get hurt. I don't want to risk it. If – Bruce Arians really said, then just get up and get out. I doubt it meant take off your shit, take off your clothes, and and just leave the arena. I don't – it was more of just chill the fuck out and, like, we'll handle after the game. And so I, I feel that the way he just dipped out um, – I, I want to know what was said between Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Yeah, they That's were yelling what at I want to know. Um Mike Evans was there. I mean, he was, you know, trying. It looked like he was trying to maybe calm him down, keep him on the field. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I want. That's a conversation I want to know, and that would I think would shed a lot more light on what actually happened. And so you'll probably find out in the off season something will get leaked. Um, I don't know who's gonna. The big thing is: is anybody else going to give him a shot, or is that how you're going to? Is that how he leaves the NFL? <coughs> I, I think that what he's done. Well, he's going to be not immortalized. He's going to be the most important. I think he'll just end there, and that's kind of it. No one will be able to be there like that. But the same could be said for Josh Gordon. Well, I mean, no one wants to deal with someone who potentially can just be mad about something and he feels like that. Like, no, no one will risk, like, oh, I, maybe he misinterprets off my set and he gets a little buttered about it and then just decides, well, I don't want to play for you anymore. I, I just don't think anybody's going to put up with it because the treatment isn't worth it anymore because the, the antics outweigh the Once it gets to that point, then he kind of, you know, he can't risk it anymore. So I, I feel like the team is desperate enough. Maybe like the Jets or something. The only one that would like pick him up just because they're like, well, we suck that much. We need something. So, yeah, I think he's done. 
Um, I can see the Jaguars picking him up. I can see him going to Oakland. <laughs> honestly, like Jets or the Jaguars picking him up. But I honestly, I don't know. Remember, this is the guy that booted the Cleveland Browns punter in the face, running a ball back. <laughs> Justified. Justified? Like, Justified. He, could, he ran at him to Listen boot to him in the face and then said, oh, I was trying to hurdle him. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. Dude, you straight like. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the fucking Thunderdome, dude. <laughs> you want to play it's professional sports? Yes, I mean, straight up, dude. He No. He, he was trying to clear him. He was trying to Michael Jordan and uh, ended up jousting him with the foot, dude. It's, <laughs> same as getting hit in the face with the helmet on your from Miles Garrett. It's all the same, dude. It's justified. It's happening. True. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, Matt Klein, he commented on the post and said that he feels his career is done as well. So um, thanks for commenting on that, Matt Klein, and uh, give you a little shout out there. Um, and we talked about it. You know, we do feel his career is over as well. So we definitely agree with you on that. Um, so the other thing in the news uh, here, lately noteworthy, um, I guess the, I, I Seems like it is at least. It's um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I guess, reportedly calling a reporter a bum and that he's a bum. He doesn't know anything about me. I don't know anything about him. The only reason why anyone is talking about him is because he mentioned me. And I guess this reporter is a MVP voter. Um, and Aaron Rodgers said that uh, reporters should not be able to have MVP votes because this reporter. Personally, he doesn't like me, is what he said, um, because the reporter was quoted as saying that Aaron Rodgers is the biggest jerk in the league, um, mostly because of um, the COVID thing and not being vaccinated. Um, so, is this more just Aaron Rodgers of this year and kind of how he's been, you know, because he's kind of been more outspoken this year, or, you know, you know, heading out, heading obviously, out, obviously. Um, with Green Bay, at least. Um, does this hurt his MVP chances or, like, hurt anything with him with all of this coming up? Not at all. No, it's, it's one guy that's going to vote against him. I don't uh, – but I will say I don't think he's the MVP of the league. Well, that's what I was going to get into after after this. We'll talk about kind of who we feel for that. Well, if we had a vote, like, who would we vote for? Um, but, Larry, what about what Aaron Rodgers said? Aaron Rodgers has said it best in his one of his most recent quotes, apparently, of why are you playing so well? I give less bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, and it, it's true. If you watch – just watch the tape of how Rodgers is playing this year versus last year. His whole demeanor, his whole attitude, his everything has completely changed. And he's he wants to play football, and he's going to win games. It, to say he is not an MVP candidate would be horseshit. Um, I don't think he is an MV, I don't think he would be MVP this year. Um, but to say that he shouldn't get a vote because he's a bad guy, what do you want? The, you you give these guys. You dress up as cl- in clowns and put them in a circus. You know, the, as being an NFL player, you have to be perfect all the time. You say one bad thing, you're a bad guy. Who cares? It's Aaron Rodgers. The dude drinks 30 racks of Bud Light in the backseat of a Ford F-150 driving home. 
He's just a, a, a blue-collar boy that wants to play football. Leave him the hell alone. His whole vaccinated thing, that's done. It's all, Who cares? Who cares? He's playing phenomenal football. He is the most valuable person to the Green Bay Packers. As a player, he ha- it's like when Brady goes to the Bucks. They were plus 4,000. They go to the Super Bowl. He goes to the Bucks. They're plus 200. Yeah. That's what Rodgers is to any team he goes on to. This reporter just seems like he got his feelings hurt because Rodgers just got tired of just being a yes man and everything. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, most most likely that's that's probably it. And uh, you know, his the rest of the article of the reporter, you know, saying why on the field he wasn't gonna vote for him wasn't wasn't that solid, you know. Um he obviously mentioned some other people that he thought should be MVP. Um so let's get into our I guess MVP candidates if we had an MVP vote who we would vote for. Um I think kinda everybody knows what's <laughs> this this podcast at least, the six people that we have. They they know probably probably who I'm voting for. Obviously I would go I think Getting the triple crown season ended this past Sunday. He would have had the triple crown. Yes, he would have another another game to play. But he was even quoted in a ESPN article when they interviewed him about potentially breaking the record with an extra game. That it to break the record, but there should be an asterisk with that record because we have an extra week. I have props to say that you know. It was another game, whatever. Two thousand seven, not two thousand two. Okay, so so fourteen years. I think I think I think the number the number he's putting up and what he's doing in a wide receiver's never won before. I think that needs to change. I think people need to stop making this a quarterback award, and it needs to start changing to other players, offense, offense, even what. But if I had a I could just have two because honestly, for me, it's a toss up between Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. I, I mean, like everything you just said for Cooper Cup. Um, one thing I noticed, I actually was watching, uh, they were showing Calvin Johnson highlights today. <clears throat> What's really weird to me is the similarities between Cooper Cup and Calvin Johnson with Matthew Stafford. The way that Stafford has been able to use his receivers in general is phenomenal. But the way he's using Cooper Cup is similar to how he was using Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson was 6'6", 245, 255 pounds. 
Um, there was a sports science that went on and that he can catch a football in the vicinity of a two-car garage. He was 98% chance probability of catching that ball. Um, but you watch his short routes, how he Stafford would throw him on the, on the slants, the ends, the outs, like just, just not even nothing more than 10 yards. That is what he has done with Cooper Cup, has made Cooper Cup beat you in any part of the football field. There's not another receiver in the NFL right now this season that is doing what Cooper Cup is doing as a receiver and as a football player. He's being used in every part of the game, and it's, it's incredible to watch. Jonathan Taylor, you know, is one, he's got over 20 touchdowns on the season. He, has, uh, he had 18 or 11 last year. Um, so he's really up this game. But what he has done for the Colts offense as well is he's, he, he's averaging almost four yards a carry. Um, I think two, 2.3 yards after uh, – yards after, is it five? Is that five point, five point four yards per carry. Which I know it's not a lot, but that's half a yardage to a first down on every touch. I mean, two touches, you're guaranteed a first down basically. What he has done for that offense has made it, uh, uh, other than the game last week, uh, and I still think he might have had it, Teddy. I'm not sure. Um, he's just playing out of his mind. He's running with a full head of steam. He's beat, you know, he's breaking out right. He's running right at you. He's breaking tackles. He's out blocking on pass plays. He's also catching the ball. I think just simply for how many touchdowns he has and what he's doing with the ball is why he would also get my vote. I mean, those are my two toughest ones, mainly because of what – you can't win games without either player. When Jonathan Taylor isn't in a game, I think the Colts have a losing record this year when he doesn't play. It's, I, I, I kind of agree with that, but before I get Chris's vote, a little asterisk on that, though. I, I would think – if a running back gets it, I almost feel like the offensive line needs to get it as well. Because you think the, the Colts have, what, like three pro bowler offensive linemen like this year? Like, that that helps a lot for a running back. I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor doesn't have to do part of it. Obviously, he does. But, like, if you have three offensive linemen that are pro bowlers, that's – that's going to help, you know, open up a lot more holes on, you know, put Jonathan Taylor on a different offensive line that sucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'd still be pretty good, but he wouldn't be doing these numbers. So I almost would think you kind of need to give the offensive line the MVP as well if a running back wins the award. Well, and that's why it goes back to what you're saying. Why is it only a quarterback award? I think offensive, I think every player on the field should be entitled to being MVP. When you break it down, I mean, it, you have offensive linemen that play like shit. You have other offensive linemen. Like, who's that dude for the Rams, that 40-year-old guy, Andrew whatever. Wentworth? Wentworth. Yeah, yeah. J.G. Wentworth was out there just taking, snatching souls, man. And the dude's 40. He's an offensive lineman. And he's yeah. playing great football. You got linemen that are catching touchdowns now. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The, the Minnesota game. The dude, uh, the center in Minnesota, catches oh, yeah. a ball that was hit 15 yards back, catches it, scrambles for 30 yards, and took four dudes with him. I mean, every player on that field should be up for that award, but unfortunately we've made it just towards one person, or just towards a quarterback. But, no, it, you're right. Jonathan Taylor, can he run like that with a horrible offensive line? I can't say yes and I can't say no, mainly because – 
He's only been with the Colts, and they had a shitty one last year, and he had 11 touchdowns. So he's got a great one this year. He's got over 20. I, uh, who knows? Chris, a VP vote. So do you want my vote on who I want to see get it or who I know is going to get it? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, it's, a valid, it's a valid question. Um, so, so honestly, like, throwing Jonathan Taylor out there, he's 22 years old. 22. And he, this year, broke Edger and James' record for rushing yards in 16 games. And he broke Eric, Dis- Eric Dickerson's record for the Colts for rushing yards. So he passed both of them this year in 16 games. He's just going to make it bigger with the 17th game. The dude is a monster. His jump cuts have gotten so good. Like, he has improved so much over last year, even with the offensive line. And just to throw out the offensive line, they have three starters, and then they have the other two are alternates. So all five of them made the Pro Bowl. Just saying. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, I don't know, man. It's He averaged 139 yards a game. That's freaking insane. 139 yards a game. Like, that's just stupid to me. But my vote would go to Cooper Cup. Just everything he's done. The way he knows the game, the way he recognizes defenses, it's not just his catching. He's able to, to like, yell over to Matt Stafford and say, hey, this is the defenser, and this is what I'm going to do. You know, this is how I'm going to cut through the defense. The dude recognizes defenses like a quarterback. It's insane. He's extremely intelligent with his football intelligence. Not just that. He's extremely intelligent overall. And, and he's, he's probably one of the one top, of the wide, top receivers wide receivers in the league. In the league. Period. Period. Hands down. Hands right down. Right like, now. like, I could see I him see going him in the whole thing. I think I he deserves the MVP. <coughs> I really do. Now, who's going to win it? It's going to be Tom Brady. Dude, Tom Brady is 44 years old, has 5,000 passing yards. 35 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. And leads a comeback against the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't the most Tom Brady shit. I don't know what is. But Tom Brady, the Jets have had Tom Brady's number for a long time. Now. Yeah, like, the back when he was with the Patriots, like, he had to play him twice a year, and he always struggled against the Jets. But yeah, The Saints are his new Jets team. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly think Tom Brady's going to end up with the MVP. Oh, my goodness. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, with that, uh, we got our MVP votes, and we'll see how that ends up turning out. Um, quick uh, thing for the um, the Washington football team. They officially announced on February 2nd that they will uh, come out with their name and their like logo and everything. Um, I guess apparently the band favorite, the Wolves, uh, is not what they're going with. But I think that was interesting that the fans were wanting the Wolves. I, I don't know why. Um, 
but they, uh, yeah, I don't know. But they're, they're going to announce that on February 2nd, so we'll finally be able to have a name for the unnamed team. <laughs> the team who not be named. Well, are they going to fix their stadium? Yeah, because that, that um, railing breaking or whatever during the game. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh. well, it was after the game. Jalen Hurts was headed to the locker room, and then, like, it was like seven or eight people fell down and almost hit Jalen Hurts, and he was out there helping people up. Wasn't even close to hitting him. Such a baby. <laughs> if if he would have, like, because he was stepping towards them when it happened, yeah. and then he saw it breaking, and he jumped backwards, so... I mean, I mean kind of saved himself. Saved so, himself. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I class mean, act, he was there helping all the fans up. Like, he was picking them up, up and he was taking pictures with them as they're crawling back in the stands and stuff. But, yeah, I think they need to fix their, their stadium before they worry about a name. Props to those fans, by the way. They were all Eagles fans. Well, but props to those guys, man. As you're in Washington, your team wins. The guardrail breaks. Your starting quarterback is right there. The tunnel of the team is right here. And you just, hey, thanks for the picture. Hop back in the stands. Like, it's a <laughs> nice group of people. Yeah. I think yeah. they just didn't want to get arrested because they're and, in Washington, D.C. And just to say this here real fast, um, there's 178 wolves uh, roughly in the state of Washington. So it totally makes sense that they'd want to be the wolves because they got a bunch of them out there. So just had to look but that up. But they're not in the state of Washington. No, yeah, they're, they're in Virginia. So yeah, I again, again I have no well, idea why they, they were wanting yeah, other than it's a W, you know, no, same no, no, it's because of all the wolves in Congress. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, for the win. Yeah, exactly. There's not a, um, there's not a lot. Apparently in in Virginia either. So. No, there isn't. That's where I'm I, from. I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were going with like the admirals or uh, Red Hawks or something. I, I'd go with progress. Washington progress. Because, because it's the opposite of Congress. <laughs> oh my gosh! Enough enough government jokes. All right. Um, so. <laughs> Fire uh, from the hip, dude. Fire <laughs> from the hip. <laughs> um, so, uh, so uh, one one thing. Uh, we didn't get to uh, mention it uh, before, and I think it was after the podcast, anyways. Um, but uh, of course, the the passing of uh, John Madden. Um, it was uh, very sad, especially since they had you know, just uh, he was the reason why I love watching football when it came to commentary. Like, his commentary is always the best. You always got a good laugh, and you like his voice is kind of just iconic. And him and um, it's Al Michaels, right? Yeah, like that duo was like the best combination. Like they they were they were just so great together, and I was sad when he decided that he wasn't going to do commentary anymore. Um, and of course, he'll he'll live on in his legacy with the, the games. Um, you know, people will continue 
playing those and enjoying those. Um, just to think of like where the first mountain started at to where it is now, it's kind of crazy. Uh, at least just like graphics wise and different things like that and all the stuff that um, you can do with it. Um, but uh, I don't know if you guys wanted to say anything about his passing or anything like that. I, I don't cry when celebrities die. I cried, I cried when he died. Well, I didn't, Betty, Betty, Betty White, dude. I feel that. Yeah, and then Betty White shortly, like, right after that, too. So, yeah. Horrible end of 2021. Horrible end. Well, and Dan Reeves as well. Yeah. So, it was John Madden and Dan Reeves and then Betty White. Like, all three of them died within, like, three days of each other. Who's uh, another fella? who coached for Syracuse, was a defensive coordinator for Denver today uh, that passed away as well. There's been a, a lot um, with John Madden. I mean, what he did for football. I mean, the Traducan. I mean, that will forever. <laughs> hand into it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the most iconic things. When people talk about football, all I usually want to bring up is just, you remember when John Madden did it? And then, but then I realized half the people I'm talking to probably have no idea. The other half, Even like, who yeah, John Madden is. Yeah. Uh, the guy who did the video game, was he like a band? Um, but what he did for, for the Raiders, um, it, it, for what he did for just the sport and the game of football, uh, I didn't know this, but he was offered, uh, I think, a defensive coordinator job with the Cleveland Browns. Um, he was friends with the head coach there. And uh, I believe Al, Al Davis called Madden, called John, and asked him if he wanted to be the head coach of the of the Raiders, and so he took the head coaching job. And so he was he. There was a brief, you know, couple of weeks there where he almost ended up as the Cleveland Browns defensive coordinator. And who knows what would have happened then? I mean, he could have been like a Wade Phillips. I mean, phenomenal defensive coordinator. Maybe had a stint here or there as head coach, but him going with the Raiders and what he did for that organization, what he did for the fans. It was a true passing. Like it, it's a tragic because of just dude's an icon. I mean, the video game franchise, the the curse he's uh, put on people, and it's a it's a it's a sad day for sports. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, he's definitely one of those ones that'll that'll live on. Like I said, like um, because he is iconic, so his his legacy and memory will will always continue. So, um something that not too many people can say about their lives after it's done so um pretty pretty cool and pretty awesome that he's uh, been able to do that um all right so do we want to do the mount rushmore thing or no yeah yeah chris was saying he wanted to do that so all right so uh, we're, uh, we had been talking off of the podcast and we had discussed doing the, uh, Mount Rushmore of different things. And we wanted to start off with, uh, the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. So the best quarterbacks who have ever played. <laughs> he's loving this segment already. He's just like, he's like, yeah, just trying, do this. my top four, man. That's so hard. Like that's a it really is. tough thing to put only four quarter to put it. Any other position, I can give you four. Quarterbacks is that's that's a tough one. 
<laughs> right? So, um, and it's always debatable. People are always going to argue about it. And I guess that's why it's such a good one. Um, I think when they started doing the Mount Rushmore thing of different things, like the best basketball player ever and like, you know, different things like that, because they always argue, you know, LeBron and Michael and stuff like that. So um, I, I think it's always going ever since they started that on um, sports like networks, it's been a talking point for people like uh, stuff that you talked about at the water cooler type of thing, you know, and you always, you always have uh, good arguments and good points. Well, I'll go first since it was my idea. So my, my Mount Rushmore doesn't exactly include people that have won multiple Super Bowls, even though all of them have. But they've also lost Super Bowls. They've, they've just been MVPs for their team. And my Mount Rushmore, of course, Tom Brady's on there. As much as I hate the man, he's on there. Um, Peyton Manning. I have to put on there. And uh, you guys will be surprised that I do not put a Raider on there at all. It's because you don't have one. Kenny <laughs> Stabler was pretty damn good, dude. Fair, fair. The snake was good. I love I loved the snake. But um, my other two, Joe Montana and John Elway. John Elway was... He was a hard one to put on there because he's a Bronco, but I mean, the dude had the biggest heart in the NFL, and he played every game with everything he had. Even though he lost multiple Super Bowls, you know, he still got out on top, which was nice. All right, Larry. So... Just because I was curious, the uh, NFL top 25 quarterbacks of all time, your four is John Unitas, three is Peyton Manning, two is Joe Montana, and one is Tom Brady. That is, according to the NFL, the top four greatest quarterbacks of all time. Why John Unitas? Um, well, huh? Why John I don't know. I don't want to – I can read the whole thing to you, but I'd rather not. Um <laughs> I don't, I don't I, agree I mean, with him being even in the top five. No, neither do I. That's why I thought it was kind of funny. Um, basically, they say um, every a lot of things you see in today's game could be attributed to Unitas. He morphed the disorganized approach. Losing teams used to make a comeback late in the game into a two-minute drill we know today. Um, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> He should he shouldn't be that high. Um, no, I mean Brady, on, you know, is obviously on the Mount on Mount Rushmore. I mean, uh, people bring up rings, and I that's one of the worst arguments I hate is when people talk about winning championships. Um, shot top of my head, Dan Marino, it's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Never won a ring. Uh, Brady's on there. Uh, Michael Vick is on my Mount Rushmore. Um, definitely Michael Vick. I mean. The dude was was amazing. Was an amazing quarterback, and he threw his whole career away. Um, did okay with Philly, um, but not as good as he was with Atlanta. Uh, I would put uh, fuck, Peyton Manning's on there. 
and I liked uh, well, I can't think of his name. Fuck. What's do we put, name? Do we put do we Eli because he's the only one that's beat Tom Brady? Honestly, I would put either Eli Manning or Drew Brees on my bench. And Eli Manning, simply the reason why I think he belongs in a top five conversation, not only did he beat Tom Brady at, at a 16-0 and 0 season, uh, but he won, what, with the 9-7 and 7 team as a wild card? And then the next – I think he was 9-7 and 7 both times. Yeah. And He's a wild greatest Super Bowl catches of all time were in these games. I mean, you, the helmet catch, the uh, David Tyree – uh, Mario uh, Manningham with the sideline grab. I mean, some of the greatest catches were done. Um, but Eli Manning, I, I don't think it's a lot of credit simply because of he he didn't really do much throughout his career. Yeah, he had a couple Super Bowls, but he doesn't get up the credit he deserves mainly because his team was always losing. So, but I think he deserves to be up there simply because of what he was able to do. I mean, when was the last time a 9-7 and team went to the Super Bowl? I think that's <laughs> since Eli Manning. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Gosh, yeah, it is, it is a tough one. Um, I definitely, as much as it pains me to say, uh, would have to put uh, Tom Brady in there. I, I don't like having to do that because I feel like a lot of the Super Bowl wins were kind of lucky. Um, you know, two of them were won because of field goal. Not, you know, they, they the kicker misses those those two field goals that they lose. Like, you know, so that, that's not on top Brady. Um, you know, and uh, a couple of those, he had some, like, uh, defensive, really good defensive teams backing him up as well, which, I mean, you can say that about a lot of teams that win the Super Bowl, that they have really great defenses. But – Either way, it, it, it kind of you can kind of debate it on how he won most of his rings, um, but and the cheating scandals and different things like that. But I had to I had to give him his props though and put him up there though. And then, and then um, um, instead of you put Joe Montana right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. So instead of Joe Montana, I put Steve Young because he had to get that monkey off of his back of following Joe Montana and. He is underrated as, like, a running quarterback. Like, it always surprises me whenever, like, people break records. Like, when Lamar broke, like, throwing touchdowns and rushing, he broke, like, one of Steve Young's records, I remember. And I remember they put the stats up there, and I was like, what? And I was like, Steve Young, like, getting that many rushing yards? Like, he, he was underrated for that. So I, I feel like he deserves to be up there because he, he helped his team with passing and uh, rushing. So um, that kind of just gives him a little bit of the edge over Joe Montana, I feel like. And like I said, he kind of had big shoes to fill after Joe had won three, and then he comes back and wins three. Like, freaking nuts. Oh, he won four? Okay. Didn't Steve won two? Steve has four rings. Because yeah, he was sitting on the bench two, during the other on ones. Fair enough. I don't know why I thought he won three, but um, but yeah, I would, I would still He's put him up Utah there over him. Huh? He's a Utah boy. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah. <laughs> BYU puts in some good quarterbacks. <laughs> um, let's see. And then my other two, it would be hard. I'd probably say Peyton Manning. I definitely agree with that. Um, just the way he was able to recognize defenses and make his own play with the line of scrimmage was, like, ridiculous. Like, the defense always thought they had him somehow, and then he would always just, like, walk up to the line, realize something, and then just change it and screw the defense over, like, so hard. Um, so just just how smart he was and, and all the uh, numbers that he was able to put up, put up I would definitely say Peyton Manning. And then my my fourth one, my last one, man, um, Drew Brees is a good one, like you were saying, definitely could be up there. Um, I was actually thinking Brett Favre. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking. Um, who else were you saying, Larry? Dan Marino, Bart Starr, Aaron Rodgers, Fran Tarkenton. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. So here's here's how who would you say in their prime and your and your and your guys' own top four or just in general, what quarterback do you take in their prime? That's that's the million dollar question. What what team am I picking for? Don't matter. Just not matter because I want to know the offensive line. You have one quarterback. You are starting a whole new NFL team, and you get the choice of any any quarterback, and that's your first pick. You have no other person, first quarterback in their prime. Who do you take? I almost say Pete, just for the reasons I said before. He's able to just dissect any defense. Doesn't matter what defense it is. I like that. Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> the sheriff, man. The sheriff. See, it's, it's not like it's tough to pick four people. Um, I mean, all these quarterbacks have changed the the NFL. And I mean Steve Young was a scrambling quarterback that, like you said, never got the recognition for. Then Michael Vick comes in. They're both left handers, they're both good quarterbacks, both great scramblers. But Vic gets all the credit for it. Nobody like it's it's wild when you break things down like that. Um, for Peyton Manning, what he was able to do with defenses, when he could just go in and you know he'd be down by some of the greatest games were the Patriots Colts games. Um, or or just do you because, want to talk about the Peyton Manning game where they were down by twenty eight with with six minutes left in the fourth quarter and they won. Yep. Like that's I mean, that's what. That's what great the quarterback play does for you. I mean, there's not very many quarterbacks who can come into a game. But Tom Brady is a prime example of comeback quarterbacks. I mean, it, what he has done in Super Bowls, what he just did, I know it was the Jets, but when you're up 24 points and all of a sudden you just blow the lead, like it, it's it's a – with. You let Tom Brady with no timeouts and a minute 12 left and mar- let him march out down the field and beat you. I, it's, like, well, it's, what was the game that we were watching that, like, you and I were watching that, and there was 40, 48 seconds left or something like that? I think it was the Cow- – yeah, it was the Cowboys. Yeah, it was the Cowboys. When uh, this year, like, the Cowboys go down – they go down, they kick their field goal, and they take the lead, and they're all excited. And I'm like, 
you guys left Tom Brady 40 seconds worth of timeout, like, you're screwed. And he just marches down, dink, 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 hits like three three quick passes, throws a ball out of bounds, has the field goal come in, five seconds left, kick the field goal, game over. Actually, that was the opening game. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah that was insane. That's a, like what quarterback – what all these guys have done for their – to their, to their teams has been phenomenal. Um, and that's that's why it's hard to pick four or even the top four of all time just because of what they've all done for the game of football and their team. So who's your, who's your fourth one? You never said. Uh, I would I'd probably, I guess, put Brett Favre. Um, I almost selfishly want to put Kurt Warner just because, you know, he, he did have – the greatest like story ever of being undrafted coming from arena football going in for freaking Trent Green and winning a Super Bowl and then having the greatest show on turf for a while and then when they thought he was all said and done he freaking goes to the Cardinals and leads them to a Super Bowl I feel like they should have won if their defense could have just made a stop so I mean I I'm tempted to put him as my four, but I, I don't know. I Brett Favre probably had better numbers. Well, fuck the numbers. Was he a bag boy? <laughs> a grocery right. guy, yeah. No, I mean, Brett Favre was a cow hand. He was a cattle hand. Yeah, he was he a was lot of things. He, he worked in a grocery store as well. Um, but, but Kurt Warner came out of bagging groceries into the NFL. <laughs> it's he like, yeah. Uh, in Iowa. I, in a small-ass town in yeah. Iowa. Like, if anything, he should be a defensive tackle, like, let's be honest. He's cornbread fed out there. Um, I, I do want to say this, since we are talking about Mount Rushmore quarterbacks, I don't feel that Joe Namath is that great of a quarterback. And I hate no, that he gets mentioned. No, we were actually talking about that on Friday. I yeah, hate Joe Namath much, is a joke. Well, he is he, he's so overrated. And – yeah, he won a Super Bowl. The only reason why Joe Namath is ever in the conversation, he, he didn't even have a good – he 12 points and one touchdown and like 102 yards or something like that. It wasn't even like a crazy game. The reason why he is always put up there and people always bring him up is because of the one simple thing that has gone on every year. We're going to win the Super Bowl, I guarantee it. Yep. That is why Joe Namath is where he is at, because he guaranteed a Super Bowl win before guaranteeing Super Bowl wins was cool. And now he just gets all this Dude, credit. So so let's let's be real. Knowing Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> Trent yeah. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Nick like, Foles won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. He beat Tom Brady. Nick Foles is third string on the Bears. And Greatest ironically, they freaking – they bench him and put freaking Andy Dalton back in or whatever in the game that they played. And I'm like, dude, you put him in against the Seahawks. You put Nick, Nick Foles in. He freaking wins the game for you. He just shows you like, hey, like this is why I'm the best backup ever. And then the next game you bench him. Like what yeah. the hell? Like Nick makes Nick no Foles, sense. Nick Foles on the Eagles when he was a starter, he tied the record for seven touchdowns in a single game. Yeah, I watched that yeah. game. 
Yeah, so did I. I was pissed because it was, was against the Raiders. It was the same season. It was the same season that Manning did it. Yeah. And then three weeks later, here comes Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles. Who was the receivers on that team? I want to say Jeremy Macklin was out there, but I just feel like that was for forever ago. Um, no, it was Deshaun Jackson. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Because Deshaun Jackson caught three of the seven. And then um, they had that one guy that was he used to be a bear. Um, can remember Alshon his name? Yeah. Yeah, Alshon yeah. Jeffrey, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, that, I guess, you know, we could say, you know, like I said, it's hard to pick four quarterbacks, but we'll kind of continue doing our Mount Rushmore. Uh, next week we'll have a new topic of Mount Rushmore and kind of continue on with that. Um so before we get into our top five, bottom five, and then get into our uh, our picks, um, just a quick thing: if anybody wants to mention things for their teams, they can. I just wanted to do a little mention for the Rams. Uh, Cam Akers is making his start for the Rams against the 49ers, um, and a must win for us to win the division and also retain second place um, in, in uh, the, uh, NFC. the NFC. So, so uh, I'm sure he'll get used into it, obviously, because he's coming off of that Achilles injury. Um, but um, what, a, what, what a what a crazy, crazy um, um, like recovery like and like come back for him. He's actually going to start in the last game of the season. Um, and then we could have him for the playoffs going forward. So if they get him going enough, I mean, just think Cam Akers and Sonny Michelle as like our, our two running backs. Um, I think that that's could be a lethal combination for us going into the playoffs. I'm going to say one thing. I don't back that play. Of putting him in? I'd put him in, but not start him. I would give him, if I do, he's getting no more than seven carries. I was going to say, I don't know how many carries he's getting. He's if, definitely not if, starting. I mean, Sonny Michelle's going to start it. I would have, I would hold him off till playoff. I know you want to shake off some rust, but I mean, you have a good running attack right now. And with the injury, if if Cam gets hurt, if he re-injures what he that, I mean, he's he's done for a really long time. It's, that's for a running back. It's like having a hamstring injury and being a wide receiver, like a Miles Austin of the Dallas Cowboys. You get a hamstring injury, you don't get healed right. You keep re-injuring, and that's what I don't want to see for Cam Akers. The dude is super young, super talented, and I, you know, I think he could be in the top, top three, top five conversation of running backs in the NFL next season. I just personally would not. I don't think I'd risk him in the game. I, I, I that's. I mean, I hope it works out for him. Obviously, because I'm, I'm a huge fan, but I just don't really agree with it. And I'll talk for the Raiders really quick. I, I think the Las Vegas Raiders need to implement. Um, you're not allowed to drive your own car after a game for for at least the first three years. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowed to drive at all. Yeah. No, you Uber everywhere. I don't give a shit. You have a personal or, driver. Like you make enough money, get a personal driver. Like get get the hell out of cars. It should be it like should, the team. Mind. The team should pay for that, Mister yeah. Davis. Yeah. Mm. yeah so yeah, Nate Hobbs got his got a DUI. 
Um, he has a court date, but it's after the season. Um, and they did release him. The NFL is not suspending him because there's no actual proof of a DUI. He fell asleep in his car. His keys were not in the ignition. His keys were actually sitting in the passenger seat. Um, he was intoxicated, but he was in a parking lot and fell asleep in his car, and he got a DUI. So he was being smart. Exactly. I completely agree with that. Like, if you are pulled over yeah. in a parking lot, like, if he's pulled over on the side of the road, yeah, that that's, okay, you obviously drove there. But if you are in your car in a parking lot, pretty much where you got drunk, like, you're sleeping it off in your car, I, I see no issue with that. I'd rather him do that than be on the road and kill somebody like Henry Rose did. But, yeah, yeah. I agree on that. But talking about the Raiders... This week, I'm going to the game. Thanks to my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and my wife. They all chipped in and got me tickets. Me and my wife are going to the game, the Chargers-Raiders game. And it is a win and get in for both teams. Now, if they tie and the Colts lose to the Jaguars, they're both in. <laughs> How wild is that? Right? So, the Colts and the Jaguars play earlier in the day. So if the Jaguars actually beat the Colts, there was a joke that went around that the the Raiders and Chargers should just go out, take a knee constantly, both teams, until the game's over. Like, it just ended in a tie at 0-0. You take a knee, punt the ball. Take a knee, punt the ball. That's it. That way both teams get in. <laughs> you know, it sucks. But would be like super hilarious is if that's how they started the game. They walk out and both take a knee. If they walk, well, like they, they sit there, right? They're in formation. They're not even in the kneeling formation. And then he just, Derek Carr has the ball first, whatever, and just kneels the ball. And then let's say the Raiders don't score, then the Chargers get it. The first thing Justin Herbert should do is just kneel the ball. Oh, I think it would be fucking hilarious. I, I would I die. And, and I'd be pissed if that was the whole game when I was there. I'd be like, really? Because legit, this is my first NFL game. I am 40 years oh, old, and it is my nice. first ever NFL game. That's awesome, dude. I'm excited for you. Is it in Vegas? Yep. yep. So oh, we're flying out We're flying out Saturday morning. So we fly out Saturday morning, and we come back Monday. Just going out for the game. We're staying in Trump Tower. Got a, got a Verbo in there. Um, they actually have Verbos. In one of the suites, it's like three floors from the top. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, for that sake, I hope the Raiders win because you're there because we're friends. <laughs> well, either way, either way, one of our division teams are going in. So so we'll have two of our division teams in there. Well, be nice. I'm, well, trash. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. On the forums on Facebook, I really hope the Chargers don't win. Everybody's just on Herbert's dick, and I really hope they just lose. That would be <laughs> hilarious. But then I got these Raider fans, so it's gonna it's a lose lose for me. Well, yeah, I'm uh, not that asshole Raider fan though. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, we can uh, we can take a look at the playoff picture too, uh, since you mentioned that uh, real quick. 
So you were saying, obviously, for um, the AFC, the um, Raiders and Chargers, it's, you know, win and get in. Um, it looks like the Ravens and the Steelers and the Colts still have a chance as well. I'm the trying Colts to see. Have to lose. Like, okay. if, the, if the Colts win, they're in. It doesn't matter about the Ravens or the Steelers. If the Colts lose and the Raiders and Chargers don't end in a tie, whoever wins between the Ravens-Steelers actually goes. So that's the only way they get in. Uh, so the, the Raiders and the Chargers would have to end in a tie. And then the Raiders and Chargers get in. But if the Colts lose and either one of the teams between the Raiders and Chargers lose, then the winner of the Raiders Chargers goes, and then the Ra- winner of the Ravens Steelers goes. Ah, so the the Steelers and the Ravens have to have the Colts lose. Yes. yes. Every okay. everybody needs the Colts to lose tomorrow. In and the they're AFC. playing the Jaguars. And and in the AFC, everybody. It's a division game, though. Um, so who knows? It's it's a very wild playoff implications right now for the AFC. Like it's it's pretty pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. So with the Chiefs losing to the Bengals, um, the Bengals won the division and got in. Um, and the Chiefs lost the number one seed and fell out the two um, against Tennessee. Um, I, I trying to look. I don't think there's anything that can deter that. I'm pretty sure just Tennessee's going to get it now. If Tennessee uh, no, wins, Tennessee they have to win. win. So because Tennessee has to win. Tennessee they their number one seed. Yes, if Tennessee loses and the Chiefs win, the Chiefs take over the number one seed. Okay. Yeah, no, um, I think the only but Tennessee's final playing the team Texans. is like thir- three and four in the AFC are pretty much the only teams that aren't really going to move. Three and four aren't going to move, he said. Yeah. 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 It's basically one, two, and uh, six and seven. Okay. Nobody else so, can move. That's three, three, four, five are pretty limited. Okay. So that's the implications for AFC. NFC, um, the Packers clinched their first round by with beating the Vikings. Um, so the Packers get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Again, I'm getting tired of that. Um, be better. What? Then be better. <laughs> My yeah, I mean, the Packers the got lucky so. with some games too this year. Let's be honest. I mean, that Browns game they probably should have lost. Um, just a miss penalty kind of screwed them over. They should have lost the Ravens game too. Yeah, it was going for two. Yeah. So they they had a lot of close games. Let's be honest. They they didn't really dominate like all the teams they played. Um, but num- number two right now is the Rams, and I kind of already went over a little bit when I was talking about Cam Akers coming back. Um, so they have to beat the Niners to retain uh, the number two seed and get the division win, so we can at least have one home game. So um, I, I will give you, I'll give you one thing that's really awesome. Um, you were worried about the Rams having to play the Niners in the playoffs. Um, yeah. If the Rams win. The 49ers are eliminated. They, no, they aren't, are they? Yes, they are. If if the Rams beat the Niners, the Niners are eliminated. Because the Cardinals and the Rams will have the spot in the playoffs. 
Well, they, I mean, that that doesn't mean anything. I mean, they, based on the record, they could still get in. Um, but who would take over their spot then? Uh, I don't remember who they said. Because the only team that's still in it is oh, the Saints. The Eagles. Eagles. No, the Eagles are It'd be the right Eagles now. and the Saints. So well, the Eagles the are already in. They're at so it would be the yeah, Saints then that step in. If the forty if the forty ers lose, they are eliminated. I saw that earlier today. And they're playing the Rams, aren't they? Yeah, they're playing the Rams. So if the Rams win, the forty ers are eliminated. Then you'll end up okay. you'll end up facing the Saints most likely in LA. Oh, okay, fair enough. I would rather have that than having to play the Niners oh. again. Um, another Saints Rams playoff game. Remember what happened last time. <laughs> this is true, but it would be in LA this time. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I mean, not much really will change then on that. Uh, other than I guess if the Rams do lose, then the Cardinals would get the number two seed, I think. Um, that or the Cowboys. Cause, no, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. So it would probably be the Cardinals. Um, they would get the number two seed, and the Rams would not win the division, which would suck because then we would be on the road as well. So it's kind of a huge game for us. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Jimmy G is going to be playing or not in that game. Um, but let's let's get into our top five, bottom five, then going into the last week. Um, obviously, it'll probably be more of the teams that are in the playoffs, obviously, <laughs> now that we've gotten a bunch of eliminated teams and not eliminated teams. But uh, this is, yeah, this will be our last top five, bottom five. So this kind of is the, the uh, celebration of the shindig. So um, let's start off, as always, with our bottom five, the worst teams. These are going to be Basically, the teams that are going to get the number one pick, number two pick, <laughs> so on and so forth in the draft. Um, so let's start off with Chris and his bottom five. So the team that is going to get the number one pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars, unless they beat the Colts. So, so I'm going to put them at the bottom, the bottom because, because yeah, yeah, two years in a row they're going to get they're going to get the number one pick because they aren't beating the Colts. Sorry, sorry. Um, um, number four, the Detroit, Detroit Lions. Lions, and then, and then the, the Houston, Houston Texans, Texans, the Jets, the Jets. and then the and New York New Giants. Giants. Those are the those are the, those are the four worst, four records. worst records. Yeah, I like that. I agree with uh, a lot of that. A little bit different on some of the orders, just because the Texans beating up on the Chargers kind of changes around a couple spots for me when it comes to that. Larry, what's your bottom five? The worst teams. Oh, don't forget to mention that the Giants beat up on the Raiders. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yep. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Detroit's in there. Uh, I'd say I'd go Detroit. I'd go the Giants. Um, then the Jaguars. Uh, that three. Um, the Texans and the Broncos. The Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, my own team's in the bottom five. Yeah. 
if you they, they didn't do I that. Can elaborate on that Come on. If, you, if you would like, um, we had a wasted, wasted season. We had talent at every position almost. I mean, our offense, I said it, you know, and I think the first podcast I was on with you guys that. On paper, Denver has the best wide receiving core, and I truly believe that. On paper, as far as uh, your, your your two receivers and your slot receiver, your three receivers are tight end running backs, Denver had the best wide receiver core on paper. Um, our defense was maybe so-so it was going to happen. They came out and just played like dog shit. All, in games that they should have won, and they just – no quarterback play. There was no risks really taken in the games. Um, a lot of it comes down to coaching, which I believe that Denver will be looking for a new offensive coordinator, head coach, and possibly defensive coordinator. Um, the whole, I think they're all getting fired, and they should. I think Teddy's gone. Drew Locke will probably use this. If the trade with Rodgers actually happens, I think Drew Locke and Jerry Judy are both going to go to Green Bay. And uh, Rodgers comes to Denver if that actually is a trade and Rodgers does leave. But I feel that Denver just had a wasted season and they don't deserve to be other than in the bottom five. It, it can't be a trade. Oh, yeah. It won't be a trade because Rodgers is a free agent after this year. Right. I also – my favorite conspiracy right now is I believe Adams is uh, coming up on a contract here on, on an option. He's a free so, agent. If is, are they both free agents? They're both free they're agents. They're talking about trading for. There's trades going on that they're talking about for Rodgers. But regardless, if Rodgers comes to Green or to to Denver, Devontae Adams may follow him to Denver. Nope, he'll be around. And I think year. that that's my favorite conspiracy theory right now. I think that'd be just hilarious. I I could not imagine seeing Rodgers as twelve and Devontae Adams as seventeen. In orange and blue, that's just would be crazy as hell to me to think about. That would just be that's just so wild. Devonte Adams has said that he wants to play with Derek Carr because they're best friends. Devonte Adams has really good friends, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I I think that Denver wasted their entire year. I think it was just a bad year, poor coaching, poor quarterback play. Um, uh, luck last year, I mean, or last game against the Chargers, I know we got, you know, I'm going to say a blowout. I, I know we scored. It wasn't really a blowout. Um, but your quarterback just gets a shoulder injury and is out of the game. He comes back in the game, and you call on a third and one, you call to sneak your quarterback who is injured, who left the game injured, and you call to have your quarterback do a sneak. That is just absurd to me that Pat Shermer even called that play. Um, there was another one on fourth down where uh, Luck uh, got hit again. It, it just – Luck's not getting the, the, the reps or the credit he should get. He played pretty well um, – or Locke, not Luck. Uh, but I think Locke will be done in Denver, Bridgewater. I think the whole – Denver's going to go through a complete change of everything this offseason. They Except might be good next year. No, the defense is fine. They're young. They play pretty well. The one, thing, the one thing that I'm going to throw out there against the Broncos, like, they have a really good rushing attack. But 
going against the 28th rated rushing defense of the Raiders. They got 16 yards total. They held Melvin Ingram to negative four yards on seven rushes. Gordon, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, yeah. Sorry, Ingram's Melvin a Ingram defensive player. The the trader that went to the Chiefs. <laughs> Screw that guy. Yeah, they held Melvin Gordon to negative four yards, and that guy's a beast. But no, the the Broncos, their play calling was suspect all year. Well, that'll be interesting to see what they try to do. Um, I think it'll be hard to get a quarterback in the draft uh, this year. Um, they might have to hit free agency, uh, like Larry was saying. So, um, Rogers, baby. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe he'll try to pull Peyton Manning, you know. That's um, all so, can do is hope they get another Peyton Manning situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, all righty. Well, uh, for my bottom five, make it quick and easy. Uh, the Jaguars is the fifth worst team just because they, like Chris said, is going to get the number one pick. So um, after that, it would be the Lions. Uh, and then after the Lions, I would say the Jets, then the Texans, uh, and then uh, – wait. Did I say the Giants already? No. Oh, and then the Giants. So, yeah, just a little bit different order. I just feel like Houston's a little better than a couple of the other teams because a couple of their games, they beat up on pretty good teams, which was shocking and surprising. So I'll put them a little bit higher. But, uh, all right, top top five of uh, the best teams going into the playoffs right now. Uh, let's start with Larry this time. Um, top five, you put the Rams up there as number one. You gotta start off, you gotta start off with five and then work your way up to one. That way, it's like dramatic. You're like, oh, then the best team is. Okay, so the Rams are they're my best team now, so we'll just leave them there. Uh, five, (laughs) uh, five, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Um, I think the Bengals are playing really good football. Uh, I mean, I think they played really great last week. Jamar Chase breaking records. Um, that is a very good duo in, in Cincinnati. Uh, congratulations again. Um, so Cincinnati, um, Tennessee is four. Um, the Chiefs is three. The Pack at two. And the, the Rams at one. So if you if you go back to the first episode of this season, who did I say was going to win Rookie of the Year? Patrick Sertan. Tough. I said Jamar Chase. I said Jamar Chase. That connection is is phenomenal. If he doesn't win it, it, it's a travesty. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, Chris. Top five. Number five. Just because of who's leading them and how scary they're going to be in the playoffs is the Bucks. Um, even with injuries, you know, they, they can win games. And, and they can get embarrassed, too. Like they're 9 defeat. I remember who the hell beat them. Saints. The Saints? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like – I mean, that's a division I mean, that's a game, division so that's going to always be a tough, game, be a tough but game. But Tom Brady, Tom Brady threw, like, threw like four or five, five picks, picks and, and 
just sucked. Just sucked. But well, the Saints beat the Bucks be... twice this year. What's that? Then the Saints beat the Bucks twice. No, they beat them once. They beat the crap out of the Saints the first game. But I mean, they were without Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, Antonio Brown. They just had Scotty Miller and Gronk out there. So they really didn't have much going for them. But they're you. You can't count out a Tom Brady-led team in the playoffs. You can't. So, but I, I still put them at number five. Um, number four. I'm going to put the Bengals. Uh, number three, I'm putting the Patriots. Uh, just because they're on an absolute tear. Like, they have one week where they you know, struggle a little bit against the Bills. But I still think that they're going to be a scary team in the playoffs, even with a rookie quarterback. Because um, Bill Belichick is still an amazing coach. Like, he knows how to coach a defense. He knows how to coach an offense. The guy knows what he's doing. Uh, uh, number two, two I'm going to put the Packers. Packers. And, and, um, and just because just I don't because think they'll, they'll get over the, the NFC Championship, championship again. again. They'll make it to they'll the, the NFC Championship and falter. They've done it They've four done years, it four years in, a in a row now. This will make this them will make number five. five. Um, um, and then and the number one team, the team that everybody's going to be buying to try to beat, is going to be the Rams. Wow, man, surprising to to uh, uh, number one at the Rams. Um, number five for me, uh, I'm actually going to put the Chiefs. Yes, they lost the the Bengals, but it was a close game. Came down to a field goal. Um, I still think they're uh, red hot with their five game win streak. It did get broken with the Bengals, but again. Patrick Mahomes is kind of like you were making the statement for Tom Brady going into the playoffs. I can't count that out. Uh, the playoffs, he's money. So um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at number five. Um, number four, um, I think I, that's a hard one. Because um, I would say either maybe the Bucks or the Bengals, but I'm going to go with the Bucks just because, just like you said, Tom Brady led. Can't go wrong with that. Number uh, three, um, gosh, who was I looking up for number three before? Um, number three, number three, I'd probably say the Titans just because, um, they're doing good here towards the end of the stretch without having Derrick Henry. Um, number two, I would put the Rams. Um, and then number one, the Packers. Um, just because we didn't prove anything against them when we played them the first time. So I think it's going to be scary if we need them in Green Bay. All I can do is cross my fingers that somehow some team freaking beats Green Bay at home. <laughs> And then that way the Rams can have the home game instead of the Packers. But most likely it's not going to happen. Like you said, it will probably be the Packers in the NFC Championship game again. And I would just hate if the Rams had to go and play in like negative five degree freaking weather. So um, we haven't really been able to prove that we can get over the hump of beating the Packers because they've had our number last year in the playoffs and then they beat us during the regular season. So for that reason, I'm going to put them at number one and then the Rams at two. No faith in your team.
<laughs> I have faith. I have faith. But I'm just saying, logically, if I take this off and I put on my other hat, it makes more sense. So, but I have faith that we have the talent and we have the weapons to get it done. And we're on a five-game win streak right now. So I, we're, we're getting hot when needed as well. So it's um, it's all about that momentum and when you decide to start playing at your best. Kind of like the Bengals. Like the Bengals are deciding to play at their best right now, which is what they needed. And the Colts were doing that too until they lost against the Raiders. So, I mean, um, it just depends on when you decide to, to get good. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, fuck like some muscles. Um, all right, let's go into the games for this week then. We're doing our last and final regular season NFL Picks of the Week. NFL Picks of the Week. Picks, 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 picks. So as of right now, Chris is up with me by three. Um, we didn't have our picks officially done on the podcast last week, but we did text each other, and Chris is now three up on me. Um, the Raiders game helped you. The Bengals upset helped you as well. Um, so now you're up three on me because of that. Um, so we'll see. I gotta get some. I gotta pick against you on some of these to try to catch up. Um, I swear to God, then, the Raiders won the Super Bowl this year. You're done. What? So if the Raiders win the Super Bowl this year, he's done. <laughs> Can't win fantasy, pick them, and the Super Bowl. Yeah. Can't have it all. Can't have it Why all. Why not? <laughs> I, 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 I it's happened to me, though. I so I, I, do, I do want to shout out one thing. Like, you talked about the Rams being on a five-game win streak. The Raiders are on a three-game win streak, too. There you go. Like, they, they were counted out three weeks ago. Like everybody's like, oh nope, they're done. Their season's over with, because they started like five and two, and then they ended up like, like shit, five and seven, and like they lost five straight games or some something like that. Like it was bad, and then everybody's like, oh Raiders' season is done. They dropped all the way to the bottom of the division, and then they just went on a three-game win streak. Like they showed up. They're showing up when it counts, and I get I think it, guys. Do the same with the Chargers. What's that? I get it. You guys got good teams. Not really. <laughs> Whatever. We we have Hunter Renfro. I mean, we hey, we took Von Miller from you to become better. So you know. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you guys want to talk about that meme that I sent you guys today? <laughs> I just looked at it and I said no. I said and <laughs> said, I started uh, thinking. I was like so, in the shower. I was like oh, maybe like a. Like a Pee Wee Herman threw a punch at him, he'd catch it or something. Uh, <laughs> that dude catches everything. Like they actually they checked him. He has caught eighty one percent of balls thrown at him. That is the highest in the NFL. Eighty one percent. Like that's insane. I love it. He's West Welker two point No, Chuck Norris threw a punch at Hunter Renfro and he caught it for a touchdown. <laughs> Oh my Have goodness! To. Anyway, first game is first game is on Saturday. Saturday. We've got the Chiefs and the Broncos. Since you are behind, Matt, you get to pick first. I do indeed. Technically, Larry's behind, but yeah, I'll go. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Sorry, Laurie. Gotta go to the Chiefs. They they gotta win to try to keep. People try to get the number one seed because they need the Titans to lose, but they gotta win this game. So, all right, America. Denver. Upset. Upset. Oh, upset alert. Oh, no. He's following your path of doing the upset from the very beginning in the lock. I just don't. I won't go against my team. All right, I'm taking the Chiefs on this one. Yeah. That's that's good money, dude. It's a fair bet. All right. Up next, we've got the Cowboys and the Eagles. And I pick first. I think this is going to be a damn good game. Um, Not much on the line for either team, though. No, they're both in the playoffs, so it doesn't really matter. But the Eagles have come out fighting. Like they've played, they've played pretty good football. They've done everything they needed to do to win. So I'm actually going to put this as my upset with the Eagles. All right, next okay. is Matt. Oh my goodness. Um. I just hate that I don't know in these games, like how many teams are actually starting players or not starting players. Um, I wish I knew that more so, and then I could make a better bet. But uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I got to catch up to you. So, Cowboys. All right, Larry? Yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. I don't, I don't really know who's going to play. Um, I feel like the Eagles have have to win to stay in. Um, they're still they're in no matter what. Yeah, they are. They? Yeah. Oh well, then shit. Um, who's got a better backup quarterback? Cowboys. Take it, Dallas. <laughs> All right. So Larry picks first on this one. It's really scintillating. Doesn't matter for either team because they're both eliminated. The Washington football team and the New York Giants. Dude, Washington all day. All right. And I'm going to take Washington as well. Same. All right. So, Matt, you get to pick first on this one. We've got the Bengals and the Browns. Again, like, Browns are eliminated. Angle and then put any other starters in. Joe, Joe Burrow is sitting. He isn't. Joe Burrow is not playing. Baker Mayfield also got surgery, and he is not playing. Oh my god! Yeah, Case Keenum is starting for Cleveland, dude. Cleveland. I don't know who's starting for the Bengals. Shoot, I'll go with the Browns just because I feel like if they start their running backs alone, they could beat the Bengals <laughs> with having their Bengals having their starters out. All right, me, uh, Larry, uh, Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland as well. You rat bastard! All right, and next game, I get to pick first. We've got it's not a winner get in. They need the Colts to lose. We got the Steelers and the Ravens. But if the Colts lose, it becomes a win and get in. Who plays earlier? You said the Colts do, right? I think the Colts play the earlier game. I think they actually play at the same time. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say because if they knew beforehand, then they could decide like who they want to put in or whatnot. 
So, so a couple things. Lamar Jackson's still out. Um, and the Steelers is Big Ben's final game. So the Steelers are going to fight for this. They really are. Yeah. And I honestly don't think they get past the Browns and they did. But I have to go with the Ravens on this. They've been really close in a lot of their games. And they actually have a good a good team. They have a pretty have solid a pretty team, solid so I'm going with the Ravens. So, Matt? Um, I'm going to look at this record real quick. Uh, I can't really put it in the upset. Um, yeah, they haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Steelers, though. Larry. I'm going the Steelers. It's Ben's last game. Yeah, gotta gotta go out on a good note. Steelers right, going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, so <laughs> they have to make the playoffs first. They need the Colts to lose to the Jaguars. <laughs> I have to the NFL's rigged. So, Larry, this is your pick. We've got the Lions and the Packers. The Packers are starting Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is sitting. Oh, big surprise. But who else is sitting in Green Bay, though? Pretty much everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Shit. I'm, I'm going to just take Green Green Bay. I just because the Lions are that bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. All right. I'm going with the Packers as well. Yeah, the Packers. I really right. want to take Detroit, though. <laughs> All, right. All right. So now we've got the deciding game here. Colts and the Jaguars. Matt, you pick first. I'm going to lock this in. I'm going to lock it up. No. Nah. Nah, fool. Nah. <laughs> Going with the Colts. I'm going to lock that in. Just changing. <coughs> Colts. All right. Um, I think it's Larry. Yeah. No, the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking Colts too. What am I supposed to do? All right, up next, no playoff implication whatsoever. The Vikings and the Bears. So I get to pick first. Is Kirk Cousins back? It should be. I don't know if that's. He was COVID protocol. He wasn't injured. Yeah. Yeah, he should be back for this game. So I'm taking the Vikings. To me? And then, uh, no, Matt. No, Matt. Oh, me? Oh, okay. Why am I not seeing that? Oh, there we go. Oh, um, yeah, go on, Vikings. It's a tough game. I feel like both people are going to play well. Justin Fields is starting. Matt Nagy's coaching for a head coaching position. Same with Minnesota. Uh, fuck the Vikings. All right. All right. You, start you start this one, Larry. We got the Texans and the Titans. I'm going to lock it in with the Texans. Ooh, with the Texans? 
There's no way the te- like te- there's no way the superstars are playing for Tennessee. There's just no way. You're locking have- it in for the Texans. I'm gonna do that, Davis Mills, bro. I'm I'm taking the Titans on this one. Yeah, locked it. He ruined my lock. The, I'm calling the Titans. He ruined my lock. You guys are gonna be so mad when t- when the Texans win. They're also my second favorite team. So, right, ruined your lock. Is that what you said, Chris? Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna lock in the Titans. You can. He took the Texans. But it's the same game. We can't do a lock on the same game. Yeah, you can. No, we're good. All right, so we've got the Saints and the Falcons. And Larry, no, you. Matt goes first. Uh, I go first in this one. I realize I pointed and you can't see who I'm pointing to. (laughs) You're pointing at me. Yeah, this on my screen, I'm pointing at Matt. I know, but when it does it, it like flips it. It actually puts me at the bottom, which I think is funny. Um, But uh, yeah, they should. Um, I'm going with the Saints because they have to win to get in, or have a chance to get in at least. So, Larry, Saints. I'm gonna lock this in as the Saints. Lock it in. Cha-ching. The Hoodat Nation. <laughs> All right, so I pick first on this one. It's the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Um. Cardinals already being set in that they still have to win and hope the Rams lose to get their uh, that first place back. So I don't think they're benching anybody other than maybe DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. So the Cardinals. Matt. Uh, yeah, Cardinals. As much as it pains me to say. I think we did that backwards. So this should be Larry's pick. Okay, go ahead, Larry. The Bills and the Jets. The Bills. My turn now. Oh, no, now. Because you go for I'll take the Bills. All right, Matt. The Bucks and the Panthers. Oh, Bucks. Uh, Larry. Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks as well. There's not really like a lot of good football on this weekend, is it? No, it's all division games. All every game this weekend is a division game. Yeah, there's not many that determine too much. So I get to pick the Eagles and the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots. The Dolphins and the Patriots. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. <laughs> that it, it's swimming, not flying, dumbass. <laughs> Alright, so I'm taking the Patriots. Matt? Uh, I'm going to put this in as my upset. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Upset oh. Dolphins oh. are going to win! So if you pick perfect right now, you tie me. <laughs> the Patriots. That's a tough one, man. I'm trying to figure out who's better out of Alabama. Tua or Mac? Right. I bet Patriots don't put their starters in because they're already in and there's no implication for them to win. It's not going to move them up any. So uh, that's true. No, that's they why I still pick win the, the division. 
Huh? They can still win the division if the Bills lose. If they win and the Bills lose, they win the division. Oh, yeah, they do. So, yeah, there's implications there. Yes, there right. is. He doesn't care as long as he's in. Bill doesn't care. So, I think Larry picks first, right? You picked last? All right, sure. All right. I'll go wherever, Rams, whatever order. 49ers. We've all done our walk-end upset, so. The Rams. The Rams. Same. The Rams. Did he say one of the Niners? Weird, but. (laughs) So, the, uh, the final game of the regular season. Matt gets to pick this one first. I will be at the game. So Raiders and Chargers. If you say Chargers, I'm no longer friends. Oh, in that case. <laughs> well, you said with all the picks so far, we'd be tied, right? No, you'd be up by one. Or with the picks so far? Maybe you'd be tied. I don't know. You'd be tied. Yeah, we'd be tied. So, I know you're going to go with the Raiders. So, to beat you, I have to go with the Chargers. But you have to go perfect. You have to go perfect to beat me. You miss one game, it's done. Larry, Larry who are you taking? Uh, the Gators. The what? The Gators. Gators. You're taking. You're taking the Raiders. Dallas so may have the so. most. Dallas has the most annoying fan base, but the Raiders have the most annoying saying for their team. Just win, baby. No Raiders. No, that's just a chant. All I our saying is just win, baby. I picture commitment like a to gang excellence. of dudes. Wearing leather vests, walking through the hood, trying to get home. Every time I picture this, every time somebody says the Raiders, I just picture a bunch of group, a group of kids trying to get home, wearing leather cutoff vests and stuff. <laughs> no, I always just picture the guy with like the glass, like bottle, like on his hand, and he's just like, Warriors, come out and play. Do you guys know it was a? Uh, is it Chris Beeman or Berman? Yeah. Chris Berman? Yeah, Chris Berman. He's the one that started that. Oh, yeah? With the, it, like, he, he started it. He just randomly one day goes, The Raiders! And that's, it's just stuck. Stuck, yeah. <laughs> um, one quick shout-out before we wrap things up with uh, speaking of Cowboys fan base. I was talking to Dusty about this at work. Shout-out to Dusty if he ever does listen to this. Um, What's up, Dusty? Cowboys you know, fans, yeah. Cowboys fans, we were talking about have the worst fan base, and um, I don't know if Larry listened to the episode where I talked about the Cowboys fans that laid into me on Facebook when I said that they shouldn't be a top five team. They had them at like number two, and I said there was no way they should be ranked number two. And I said, you know, come listen to our podcast. We have our top five. See if you agree or disagree. And then I had like freaking like 20 comments from Cowboys fans. I'm never listening to your podcast. You have no idea what you're talking about. Like you don't know football. Like 
blah 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 like you like i would never listen to your podcast like so many of just like i would never listen to your podcast type stuff just phrased differently each time and i was just like yeah where where, where's your talk now like you lost to the freaking cardinals and you know no one has you in the top five anymore so (laughs) just for all all of those haters that were out there freaking blowing up my facebook just because i said that the cowboys shouldn't be in the top five like oh my god they they won their division yeah (laughs) you gotta give them props there but i mean it's the worst division in the nfl who do they play if they go to the play, if they go to the playoffs, who would they play? Uh, if they win, uh, say say all the top four win. So the Packers, Rams, uh, Bucks, and then the Cowboys. If they all win, number four plays number five, which would be Arizona. Oh, so they'd have to play them again. The Cowboys would have to play Arizona again, and they are going to lose. So, to, just to throw this out there, though, it was announced today that the NFL has actually talked with Jerry Jones about AT&T Stadium being a backup for the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I saw that. Like, Which I don't want the Super Bowl played there. Like, the Super Bowl shouldn't be played there. It's garbage. Yeah, I really hope it's safe at the Rams Stadium. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, especially if the Rams make it, so that way it can be a legit home game like the Bucks had. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. They said it's most likely not going to happen. But, yeah, I saw that article where they said they were in talks with having backup stadiums to use. So, um We'll see how stuff with COVID and the new variant and all that stuff, you know, changes things. Um, but that's that's getting into a whole whole different thing. But um, already, so we are going to wrap up like we uh, always do. We appreciate the listens, and we're of course going to do our hashtags. But um, we appreciate the listens and the views. Um, as always, you can listen to us any major podcast areas, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can get our uh, our podcast and listen to it. Sports Harder Podcast, you can check us out on our Facebook page um, and comment. And like I said, we'll give shout outs to people that comment on our pages. Um, you know, uh, YouTube, if you comment on that, we'll, we'll do that as well. So just like, share, send it to all your friends, uh, and just uh, word of mouth. That's you know our best friend so just let as many people know that you think love sports and want to listen to sports uh let them let them know about us um we're gonna do uh are we doing both hashtags or just the new one we still gotta do earl thomas still on side. okay so still but, you know, we can get that going. I think uh, it's time. It is time for a wide receiver to finally win. I feel like a wide receiver should have won it in the past. The Jerry Rices of the world, the Randy Mosses of the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget uh, ESPN 30 for 30 on Tim Tebow and Auburn. Or Florida. Florida, Florida. Florida. Yeah, the Florida Gators. Hashtag for that. <laughs> and then, then the final hashtag of the night. 
Hashtag, I am the champion. <laughs> you did, we'll you edit did that break. part out, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> just edit that out. Yeah. No. The, um, you did break uh, Nico's streak. Um, so, yeah, congratulations Sorry, with that. Hey, you know what? I will I'll throw this out there. The only reason Nico lost to me was because the Cowboys were blowing out the Washington football team so bad that they benched all of their starters. Yeah. They benched and he had Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb on his team. And he caught up. Like he was I beat him by four points. So I will throw that out there, Nico. I apologize that they benched their team because you you should have had that win. Just saying. Yeah. He always finds a way somehow. Um, I remember when I played him for the title and I was up by like freaking like a lot. Yeah, and he had like one player get like 45 points or some crazy number like that and he ended up beating me. So somehow his team always finds a way to do it. I, I'll, I'll give him that. They always, he always gets one or two players that just freaking ball out for some reason and it helps him win so but uh he's a great guy he's consistent i know he'll be back next year we're gonna get some new faces in here america he's gonna be joining us um i think we're gonna get cody from work to join us um so he's you know, a chargers fan yeah so we'll get some new faces in, in, in fantasy football and uh get some some better competition so that way it's not uh you know, easy games where people aren't subbing in and out. So make it a little bit more competitive. But uh, appreciate everyone. Uh, appreciate you guys just listening and stuff like we said. So until next week, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Later. Peace.